FMX Network Production. Let's go. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast brought to you by Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, and Motosport.com. I'll never long for what might have been. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Tampa Supercross coming up this weekend, round two of the East. Thank you to Yamaha, Fly Racing, Motorsport.com, 100% as well, for coming on board this podcast. We're going to talk to Truman. Sorry, not Truman. He's out today. We're going to talk to Parabinos and JT about how we did in Houston and looking ahead to Tampa and all of that. But thanks for playing Pulp MX Fantasy. Thank you to Yamaha for the motorcycles. Motorsport.com, we do the FFLs. Every week, we have gift cards up for grabs every week. Motorsport.com, OEM, and aftermarket parts all available there. And uh, free shipping on over 79 bucks. They have a dedicated team of gearheads there to help you out. So thanks to the folks at Motorsport.com. If you shop with another online guy, I urge you, I plead with you, I beg you, go to Motorsport.com, try it out. Let me know what you think. If there's any problems, you can send me an email using the contact form on PulpMX.com, and I can get any issues settled for you. But those guys are great. They support the sport. Official sponsors of Filthy Phil. I mean, God damn. Pretty good, right? Motorsport.com. Uh, thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. And uh, we're going to have the 100% lead pipe locks as well. As a San Diego-based company, the 100% brand has always been synonymous with American motocross. Way back in the 1980s, 100% has been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern moto. Today, as the brand's awareness grows again in motocross, you can see how the influence has crossed over to in such as downhill mountain bike, BMX tracks, MotoGP, MLB, snowboarding, and more. 100% is a generation of racers asking themselves the original tagline, how much effort do you give? And thank you to Yamaha for coming on board for these uh, TTRs and YZFs that we were giving away. Thank you, people, for playing Pulp MX Fantasy. All right, let's get to it, shall we? Okay, I got the other experts on the line, so let's dive into Pulpamex Fantasy for another week, shall we? Uh, with me from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much. I'm just basking in the glow of a nice fantasy weekend. Just basking. I don't well, even know what that looks like. I don't even know how to describe what basking looks like, but I'm doing it. Not only basking, 69 points better than Paul uh, in second nice. place. Yeah, very big win. A win and a big win at that. For, so Doing great. 280 might have did it. I mean, I don't know. Did it get you anything in idiots? Did you look? Uh, it got me a nice uh, email when I checked in. That's about it. Okay. No money. All right. Uh, also on the line from Renthal, Renthal.com, it's uh, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Hey, boys. Um, I guess I'll be the mad one because that pissed me off what I just heard. I want to be better at this game than that, and uh, I wasn't apparently, but we'll get into that. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, we will, absolutely. Uh, calling for some weather this weekend in Tampa. We'll talk about that and more. I don't think we have anybody coming in. Ferrandis is out, most likely. Uh, JT wins Houston 280. The Mulligan, 222. So the Mulligan is a, a, a combination of the, all the riders that the experts pick. Um, and um, if you're not eligible to pick them, it'll pick somebody else. And so it randomly picks out of our picks. And the Mulligan got second, 222. Uh, Paul, yeah, Paul, 211, uh, me, 199, Roto, 198, Marks, 144, and Dan, who's not on the call, maybe why, this is why, 125 for Dan. Oh, my God, 125. 
It is. Oh no! It has not been uh, Truman's great start that he was hoping coming off his outdoors. Dan has some serious wagers out there as well across the gamut of Pulp MX Fantasy. Yeah, of course. Uh, overall, JT takes the lead over Roto, nine fifty-seven to nine oh five. Paul, your third, eight eighty, eight sixty-two for the Mulligan, eight fifty-two for me. Uh, seven sixty nine for Marks and six fifty one for Dan. Three hundred back of JT. Three hundred six points back of JT already. Uh, not not great. Uh, Houston results. High score was three oh seven. Forty one percent of players had eight in the main event. Average score two oh two. So I scored one ninety nine. So basically average. I was uh, I was a little more upset about my team when I until I saw that average score. Nineteen uh, percent of people picked the two fifty FFL. 1.5 got it right. It was Tom Vial. Imagine that. Um, good starter, obviously, in the GPs, but not, not somebody I would have thought for his first Supercross would, would, do, the, would do the trick, but he did. 22% of people picked a 450 FFL. 12.4% uh, got it right. So, uh, fantasy points, four, 250 class. Hayden Deegan maxed out at a 52. Uh, handicap four, and he got fourth. So 52 points for that. Talon Hawkins, 38. Cullen Park, 36. Hymas, 36. Shock, 34. Poppy, 32. Uh, those were the top picks in four, 250s. Top pick trend, Hayden Deegan, Max Ancy, Chance Hymas, Hunter Lawrence, Cullen Park, Jack Chambers. 22% pick trend, a D&Q. The people that picked Jack Chambers must be really upset. That's for sure. Really uh, upset. Are they? Yeah, yeah, we yeah we, we are very upset. We are because yeah. we were we Fucking were in, upset to be we honest were, with you. We were in qualifying position in the heat and the LCQ, and we missed it by one in the heat and the LCQ, and we qualified 14th quickest. Us Jack Chamber selectors. Uh, I have a so I have a topic I want to I want to dive into here. Um, it's it's I'm treading lightly here because Paul is on the precipice of explosion. Yep. Uh, and Dan, yep. you Dan know me might, well. Dan might hurt me if he was on this call. Uh, but I want to revisit the Hayden Deegan handicap. And uh, okay. there was some, some heavy debate last week about whether Hayden Deegan should be three or four or better than Hymas or worse than Hymas. And um, I feel vindicated. I feel, I feel vindicated. Although I cannot believe he didn't crash, he rode really, really well. Great job, JT. You you're super smart. You got it right. I don't know what else no, to tell I'm you. No, I'm not. I'm not. I know I mean, I'm not smarter than either. We just. I don't mean it that way. Well, I, we going into the race. Hymas had raced four super or four supercross futures. He had won three of them. Got second in the other one. Deegan had raced one. He got fifth. They both raced two nationals, and Hymas outscored him at over those four motos. So, like, I feel we are completely correct to have him as a lower handicap than Deegan going into this race. So that was the debate or the number? I'm not sure. What was the I debate? It was one national. What was the debate? Okay, one national. Yeah, I the debate, debate. The debate was JT thought he should be a lower handicap than Hymas, and we had it the other way around. Right. At least equally one. Yeah, I thought it should be. Even. Yeah. Well, so we're talking yeah. about one, one, one spot. It, well, yeah, I'll exactly. tell you what. I don't, I didn't care. I wasn't like trying to defend Hayden Deegan's honor because I don't care about that. I was worried about pick trend and I was worried 
everyone loves Hayden Egan. He has such a spotlight on him. I don't care if he's fast or not. He is like this enigma right now. And I was worried if we made his handicap too high, we would skew the game because everyone would pick him. And then kind of did. 51% is pretty high. Um, he did well. It doesn't matter whether he did well or not. I was just I was more worried about pick trend than anything else. Yeah, That's I mean, we we he's going to get a lot of attention regardless, right? We know that. But after practice, they were literally next to each other, so we were pretty close. And, and if you remember, JT, we caught a lot of shit on Twitter for who we decided to even be all stars, and I think we were like, I think we yeah, were shown correct there. on that yeah. as well. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't. I mean, I know I'm going to piss you guys off with that comment. I just wanted to. I like the picture and was really honestly my only concern with it. And I just like, man, we have to, it's, it sucks that you have to almost factor that in is like, people aren't going to care if he's good or not. They're just going to pick him because they know his name in some cases. And I, I don't necessarily think that's really good for the game sometimes. All right. Um, all right. Let's finish. My, my team for two fifty class, Colin Park. 36 points, uh, handicap four, qualified well, got a career, tied a career best with a ninth. So Colin Park has been a generally a, a good um, points player in Pulp Mix Fantasy, and he continued that as well, whether it's outdoors or indoors. Uh, I didn't pick Hayden Deegan. I really thought he was going to crash. I watched practice, and he was fast, but he was loose. And I was like, look, there, I don't think there's any way this kid stays up all main event. Uh, fast enough to get a Top 10, sure, yes, but at a four, that wasn't going to, you know, uh, really reward me. And I just, I was never picking him. I'm like, this kid's too loose, but full props to him. He he, he did it. He held on to it, but there was no way I was going to pick him. Now, Hymas I thought of, but um, nope, I was out on Hayden just after watching practice, but he proved me wrong. Um, Luke Nice qualified pretty well he's an 11 and uh again um kind of like one of those things and i fell for it again um like an a ray pick where you look at that 11 and you're like well he's in the main event wow that's awesome i had to go through a stress filled heat and lcq but then like he gets 20th right and it's 28 points and like i just could have went a lot safer and not had the worry and stress that i had with luke niece but good job for luke niece but i had him uh, uh, 19% pick trend. Uh, I had Hunter Lawrence. That was easy. Uh, no problem. And then, uh, yeah, my mistake was uh, Chambers. Uh, I had two sources on Jelly Bean Jack. Qualified 14th. Both of my sources thought, you know, yeah, he had some speed and things looked okay. And, yeah, that was where it went wrong. He crashed in LCQ and the Heat. Uh, missed it by one in both while being in transfer spot in both. And I got a big fat zero on that. So, um, Paul, who'd you have? Um, like, like you, Steve, I, I was planning to fade Deegan the whole time. Um, he was great in practice, right? But the track was whatever in practice, but he, yeah, he has great speed. We know he's great speed. I think what, I think what is not getting talked about enough with Hayden is I think he's incredibly fit. I think he showed us that in the main event, but I was like you, Steve, I was just a bit worried. It's the first supercross, right? The race before, um, at Anaheim didn't go great. And, and I just thought the whoops were going to bite them when they really started to get challenging at the end of the race. And honestly, they almost did, but, um, but full props, like you said, um, and I faded them and, and I got paid for, it, or I, I took the beating for it. So, um, but leading my team was the other rookie chance. Hymas. um, chance to me was maybe a little less outlandish and, and 
raw speed than Hayden, but I thought he would be really good in the main event, uh, especially when it got when it got more chewed up. Um, and he was pretty good, right? Top 10s, that's fine, 36 points. Um, after that, kind of the guy that was on my team all day that I never really considered moving, and I think I'm kind of uh, on an island with this one, was Henry Miller. I just, I just liked that Henry was at a couple Supercrosses before this East Coast round, riding and racing his 250 in the 450 class. Like I just thought that would pay dividends at this first round. Um, I wish it would have paid more dividends. He put up 30, he got 13th out of five handicap, but I still am happy with that pick that I went there. Uh, my all-star was Hunter Lawrence. I was never changing that. And, and yeah, where I'm upset is, is I fell for the Jack bait too. Like, I, I mean, he's always been a guy I shouldn't, I don't want to say always, but he's shown us on basically every occasion that he's better at doing one lap than he is at racing, but he was 14th, 14th. I mean, clearly in the top 22 he was his second best lap time for good he was good at every practice and i was like okay i know he's not as so much of a racer as he is a one lap guy but 14th he'll be top 22 for sure like i can take this risk and dude like and that was so painful that was painful and um yeah so i put zach osborne on my do not text list anymore sorry zacko but you're on the list and we will never speak about fantasy again and uh, the other part I'm really, really, really upset about was I had Tom Vial for first to the finish line on my team all day. I sent it, I sent it to multiple people, um, and I thought that was a sneaky good pick. I mean, I, I'm pretty close with Tom's mechanic, Pedro. I helped him you know, build his first engine when he was an up-and-coming mechanic, and he was sending me videos of Tom. I saw all the starts that he was doing, just crushing Cooper Webb and guys out of the gate. Like, he's, he's very, very good off of the grate. And I was like, this is going to be a sneaky little FFL. I should stick with this. And you know what got me? I saw a picture on Instagram from vital of all places of him crashing in practice. And I'm like, Oh man, you know, this supercross thing, maybe it's harder than I, than I realized it is for him. And that's what made me change. And what makes it worse is I went and put on Sexton in the 450 class. So instead of having just VL in the 250 class and getting it right, I went just Sexton in the 450 class and got it wrong. So I'm still upset for it about it. It's Wednesday. I'm still mad. <laughs> All right, JT. Yeah, I feel your pain. I've been there many, many times, Paul. I, I know I know that frustration in your voice. Um, thankfully, this was not that kind of weekend for me. Uh, I had Hayden Deegan, and I was – thankfully, I was so damn busy and preoccupied that I just said, you know what, screw it. I'm, I'm not going to overthink it. He looks fast. If he crashes, he crashes kind of uh drago if he dies he dies type thing um and he killed it so that was i was i was very concerned though i saw all the same things you guys did um i just went for it uh i had colin park and i felt good about it i didn't think he would get ninth in the race i really didn't i thought he'd get like 12th which uh i was okay with um i didn't love the, the picks i thought the picks were really difficult so you know tw- for me thinking he's going to get 12th knowing there's some upside there if he does better great so um yeah he he uh, was third highest i'll take that hymas i honestly thought hymas could have been like six or seven but then i kind of look at the field and i'm like eh, there's a lot of good guys in front of him i don't know that he's better than two-time motocross champion jeremy martin or two-time world champion tom Vial, or you just go down the list and maybe eighth was where he was supposed to be so being fourth uh, highest scorer i have to be happy with that in any case and then my all-star, I got 26. I picked Hunter. He was never not on my team. I never really even thought about taking him off. Um, it was kind of just kind of an easy pick for me. 450 class from Houston. Uh, Morantz, 52 points, career best, 14th place finish, 1.9% pick trend. Kevin Morantz, 52 points, 
Justin Cooper, 46, 43% pick trend. We had a game last week where we picked his pick trend. Dan won that. He had a 44.6. So Dan was off by uh, 1.2. Um, closest closest to Justin Cooper. Congratulations, Dan. You win nothing for that. But uh, <laughs> Dan Truman had the pick trend the closest. I, I went the highest. I thought it would be more, but I also thought he would qualify better. than What did I did. say? You said 48. 48. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I was only off 5%. Uh, Justin, uh, what did I say, Steve? You said 38. Just, I can't remember. Okay. 38. I'll take 4.6% four, four, 4. 4. off. I'm good with that. That's a good guess. All right. Uh, Justin Cooper second, 46 points. John Short getting into the main via the LCQ, via three gentlemen uh, all having issues in the last turn. Uh, 36 points. Cartwright, again, 36 for Cartwright. 1.6% pick trend. We got to start getting that up there a little bit with Josh Cartwright. Uh, Starling, He's great. Yep. Starling, 34. K 34. Dino, 30. Savachi, 30. Pick trend was 43 for Cooper, 32 for Adam, Seen Cirillo, 29 for Christian Craig. Qualified as best of the year. Uh, that probably got some people. 28% Sexton, 26% Anderson. Um, the guy that bit the people the most in the – well, Chambers bit the people the most in the 250 class with the highest pick trend with zero points. And I would say this week uh, either Justin Hill at 21% got a nine, didn't get double points, or 16% of people picked Alex Ray for a zero percent pick trend. Uh, one of those two. Me, me, myself, and I – I had Chase Sexton as my all-star. That was easy to do. He was on fire all day long. He was a, Yes, he was a handicap too, but the way you watched him, you're like, wow, this dude, yeah, he ain't. He's getting first or second. Uh, so I got that was easy. I went with Craig. Uh, seventh, I knew he'd been testing. Uh, texting with him a little bit during the day. He was a quad god early on, so you knew he was feeling it. And, uh, yeah, I went Christian Craig, qualified seventh. But he crashed on the opening lap going up the uh, uh, bridge was saved by the restart because he was 30 seconds back of the last place guy when uh, when the restart red flag came out. So that got him some some time, and he went all the way from 21st to 11th and uh, got double points. I went with Justin Cooper. That was easy, 46 points. That was a, a no-brainer, I thought. I didn't know if he'd get 7th, but at a 15, 15th or better for double points, I'll take that. And my last guy was Justin Hill, first race that he'd kind of not done well at. He pulled in the mechanics area at some point. Then he was doing uh, wheelies and and other and you know tricks and stuff. The rest of the main event after that. So I guess he had some sort of bike issue, uh, and then he went back out and he was way back. Um, and Justin Hill was my pick. So yeah, not a not a between Justin Hill and Jack Chambers. That, that, that was a that was a tough one. I got nine points between two guys. I didn't go FFL at all either. Uh, Paul, who'd you have? Um, so leading my team was Justin Cooper. That was, yeah, I thought pretty easy. I, I just, I kind of believe in him and, uh, I think he's a great starter. Obviously he is a great starter uh, after getting seventh, I think in his heat race, I was like, ah, well maybe start ain't going to make a shit of difference tonight. Cause he's going to the gate 14th. But, um, I thought it was damn impressive what he did. I mean, he's passing guys late. He got seventh. I mean, he's just vaulted ahead of the group that I really thought, I thought he would be in the Savachi, Dino, Craig, Colt Nichols group, but he beat all those guys. So Props to him. That's a, I thought that was an impressive um, debut. Um, I did go Christian Craig as well. I I had JT's voice in my head kind of when I picked him, thinking that the breakout is coming. But 
he got his third 11th in a row and he was 13th at the first round. So I don't know. I, I, I want to see the breakout coming too. I think it's still coming, but, um, at, through four rounds now, I think we just got to wait and see. Um, but yeah, he at least still worked his way back up into double points. So I appreciate that. And I got 28 out of him. My all-star was Anderson. I never really moved away from him. I couldn't take Sexton. So all, uh, Anderson was the best guy on the board. I thought for me, he maxed out at 26 and I was on Cincerillo all day too. Um, granted, I probably didn't pay as much attention as I should have. I was, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I had plans with my family this weekend and, uh, didn't really get to watch a whole lot of practice, but I just thought Cincerillo would do great, especially if he would get a good start. But, um, but yeah, I guess he just didn't ride that great and kind of his, um, maybe his worst one of the year, but it was, they're all been pretty similar for him. So, but still 26 double points. Um, really the 250 class and chambers and the FFL is what, what got me this weekend. All right, JT. So I had Justin Cooper and never heavily considered taking him off. Um, I did kind of scan through and make sure I wasn't missing anybody, but at a five, I knew he'd be fit. I knew he'd been practicing with all the right guys. I thought he would get a good start. I'm just like, eh, even if he gets like 13 or 14 around where Dino's been, it's good enough. You know, I'm not going to overthink this. So I left him. I had Dino, and uh, yeah, that's his best finish to date, so I'll take it. I still think there's more in the tank. I could see him getting a 10th for sure, and, and we'll just see how the field thins out. You know, if you if you if you told me he's like 7-8 at the end of the year with, you know, some injuries, that wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, Christian Craig, I, you know, echo what Paul said that I said. Um, I think he's capable of more than this. It's a bit disappointing when you look at his results over four rounds. I think he can be better than that and sh- maybe should be better than that. Uh, so we'll just have to see. It's up to him to, uh, to execute. Nobody can do it for him. And then Jason Anderson I had as my all-star, and I really liked what I saw at Anaheim. I, I think he got some confidence back and kind of got back on track. That doesn't mean I think he's going to win races right this second. But, I, you know, with a three, all I need is a fourth out of him. Without him hitting the ground, I felt pretty confident in that. So, uh Solid, not not exceptional for fifty team, but solid for sure. So we read the names out on Monday's Pulpum X show, but four Pulpum X fantasy players had Chiz, Norin, and A Ray. Four four people. That's brutal. That's that's a tough beat. That's for sure. So that is a hell hell of an LCQ you had. Uh, yeah, they must have just lost their mind watching the LCQ. All right, my buddy Dan Truman picked uh, Jack Chambers. Cody Shock, good job for Shock. Luke Neese, he he had he felt uh, my roller coaster emotions, and he had Nate Thrasher. So um, was Thrasher an all star? Yeah, yeah. So Dan's Dan's all stars have just he he gave us all to he gave us the stats on our group text. It's not been good. So Chambers and, and Thrasher, no good for him. Two fifty cl- or four fifty class. He had A Ray. Uh, he had Sexton. He put Justin Hill, and he went Dino. So two. Basically, four out of his eight picks weren't very good. And then he had uh, first lap leaders. He had both, and he got them both wrong. He had Jordan Smith and Chase Sexton. So um, that's our buddy Dan's team. And, uh, yeah. So thank you to the uh, folks at Fly Racing and Motorsport.com and 100% Yamaha as well for coming on board. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Get it at Motorsport. Get it at your local dealer. Uh, Whether it's the patrol, off-road gear, whether it's the Evo stuff, which is their top-of-the-line moto line that features the BOA closure system, Formula helmets, uh, Zone Pro goggles, FR5 boots, snow stuff, uh, watercraft stuff, uh, flyracing.com, complete line of casual wear, of course, as well. So please check that out on- online. 
you'll see a lot of uh, uh, racers out there running it, including Max Anstey, wearing fly racing and getting on the podium. And, uh, and uh, Chance Hymas running some cool fly stuff as well this weekend. So thank you to those guys. Thanks to those companies. Congratulations, Paul. You have won Dirty Owls 100% lead pipe locks for the week, and you took the lead in the series. There you go. So you had Hymas and Cooper for 82 points. JT, uh, Dirty Al said you did not give him a 250 lock, so he gave you the average of the 250 scores. Uh, That's generous. Which was 21. And then uh, you picked Dean Wilson. Uh, I how, how would I? How, I, don't, I don't know. I might have asked you. Yeah, I, right. it's possible I didn't ask you. Um, okay. Roto, uh, Colin Park, and Justin Hill. I had Michael Hicks and Freddie Norn. Ooh, tough beat. Dan had uh, Jonah Geisler and A-Ray. Remember, he said he was, he was going it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. so I appreciate the twenty bucks from the Geisler bet, Dan. Why would? Why did he bet that? Just for I that kind of year for Dan. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Paul leads 249 to Roto's 233. I got 188 uh, on that lock. And then, again, you don't even have to be that good at the, the game to win something. We give away our jerky prize package and a motorsport.com gift card as well. Um, all right, championship users get that. Motorsport.com gift card. I ride really slow. Congratulations, I ride really slow. You get a $25 gift card to spend on something to uh, maybe make you faster. And our jerky prize package as well, Tree Steezy 528. Tree Steezy 528, you win the our jerky prize pack. Thanks for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy, guys, and uh, we really appreciate it. All right, on to Tampa. Maybe some weather, JT. Uh, keep an eye on that, right? Yep. Yeah, it's definitely going to rain Friday and or Saturday, just we'll have to see when and how much damage it does. Who do you like, JT? Uh, Non-All-Stars 250 class. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the uh, the obvious picks last week um, did pretty well. So you're going to have to think outside the box a little bit, go for guys that maybe had the bad weekend, the guys that hurt Dan and Paul's team. Um, so I'm looking at guys like Nate Drasher, He's fast, right? He doesn't crash twice. He's probably top five. So at a minus one, could he crash again? Of course he could. But I think he's fourth or fifth this weekend at worst. I really do. Um, so that's that's a really good opportunity. Um, I'm going to watch Jack Chambers really closely. I know that's painful. He's going to look great in practice. Wow. Yeah, great. I know that's yeah. painful for you guys. Uh, but by all intents and purposes, he – Probably should have made that main. So um, I'm going to look at him pretty closely. But there's a chance I get burned if I if I go that route. I'm also going to be looking at Chris Blose at a one. Um, I don't know how prepared he was coming into the series. So I don't think it, we should look at it the same Chris Blose as like a year ago. Because I, I think he's taken a bunch of time off. Which, when you're retired, that's what you do. So I don't know where the ceiling is. But his first race out, he got a 10th, um, which is pretty decent. Maybe he can improve on that. Um, and then the rest of these, I don't see anything, you know, a lot of this stuff doesn't necessarily jump off the page. Are there opportunities? Of course. Uh, I think you could look at a guy like, uh, Caden Braswell as an eight. He didn't qualify last week. You know, if he was like an 11 or 12, I think I immediately pick him. Um, but that's a guy that could get in there and maybe get like a 15, you know, if he qualifies, the risk is some of these guys had bad weekends and maybe they just have another bad weekend. They don't have to necessarily bounce back. Uh, I would say a guy you could look at would be Cody Shock. He got 12th, almost killed himself on the bridge, but 
Um, I think he's a pretty solid guy in this class and should be top 14. Doesn't mean you'll get a ton of points, but I think you could get a 28 or a 30 out of him uh, with some confidence there. So the last guy I'll mention is Marshall Welton. Um, he's a sixth, probably should have qualified. He crashed in the sand in his heat race last week, uh, but he, he feels like a main event guy to me. Well, he's coming in at 80% from what I hear from his injury, Marshall. Yep. So that explains okay. a little bit of what went on uh, for that. Paul, um, non-All-Stars, uh, what are you thinking? First of all, can I just – where do I file the official protest on Thrasher's handicap? Do you guys have an email for that or something? Or, um, Well, yeah, yeah, you can voice it right now. Save yourself the email. He got 15th. Okay. Like, he was an All-Star. Yeah, but – I mean, come on. Well, the, the handicap. Do you want to put him a five? Two, <laughs> two, a two. He's 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 fifty plus percent pick trend at at a two. Is and he you though? Can't move a guy that much when he's Look, an all star. He was an all star. What were he was an all star four. His results are generally like outside of his wins. I think somebody said he it won the last Supercross he raced in before this weekend. Outside of his to do with him. Outside of his wins. You can't say outside of his wins. His average finish I mean, is like a six point seven or something. Yeah, I, I, I mean that's we why. Night. Yeah, I mean that's why he's a difficult pick, and that's why I didn't take him as my all star. He is very, very hot or cold. It seems like he wins or crashes a lot and gets but maybe tenth. When you say his his average outside of his wins, which is ridiculous. Is a six, no, and we have him at a nine. Where's your argument? The point is, he's hot and cold. Well, seven. It's closer yeah, to but a he, seven. He, qual- he qualified second, Steve. You, you think he's going to? I mean, at a five, if you put him at a two and he qualifies second, he's on everybody's Listen, team. Sir, sir, I just yep. he, he should be he should be a two. So just well, you're wrong. Right? All right, okay. Well, just file that away. Okay, no thanks. Files. Okay. Okay. There's a little Thank trash you. bin. Thing. I put it in my trash bin right on there. my computer. Yeah. yeah, I put your I put your minus one in my trash bin, Paul. Ooh, that um, burn. <laughs> uh, is it, can Matt LeBlanc fill in for Romano? Has anybody thought of this? I don't think he's, he's a, he's a welder. anymore. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, he already investigated this too, Steve. <laughs> all right, so Paul, what, what, take us through this. Um, what do you think of non-All-Stars? Um, well, I like the guys that JT spoke about, and we had just spoke about him here, Nate Thrasher. Right now I have him on my team. Again, he qualified second. He's won races before. I he, he could he could you know he's a minus one. He's not going to get you fifty two, but he could end up on the podium, get a trophy, and get you a whole lot of points. So um, I think I'll look at him and just hope that it doesn't go wrong for me. Um, I think Jace Owen could be on your team. Uh, he I wouldn't say underwhelmed, but I, I believe you said he was coming from the back the whole race. So um, maybe with a better start and and now the first one's out of the way, he could be better. I like what JT said about Marshall Welton because those are the three guys I have on my team right now is Thrasher, Owen, and Welton. Welton crashed out in the heat race, but then he was sixth or fifth, I think, in the LCQ. Um, I think Marshall will be really good when he's in the main event, but I think getting there is going to be the toughest part, especially right now as he's coming back from his ACL, right? this is He's only like maybe five months tops from surgery time, maybe even less, maybe four. Um, and then after that, man, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah, you got to look at Jack Chambers. JT brought him up. I can't pick him. Um, I think a, a, a one you can look at, but you probably will not end up picking him because he's not great in practice. But this is the opposite of Jack Chambers, this guy. He's a racer, it seems like. It's Talon Hawkins. We don't, we don't talk about him much because he's just, I don't know, just goes goes unnoticed a lot. But 11th 
I mean, I, I was worried he might not make the main event. He got 11th. Like, that's impressive to me. So he's a four. So if he goes out and get 11 again, there, you know, you, you, you have some decent points there. Um, but I still think the theme remains the same um, in this class that, again, I could put like 15, 16 definite guys in there. And then after that, it's still a toss up. You can guys like Gage Linville could get in there. Um, I think Devin Simonson, he was already in the main event. That's another guy that underwhelms in practice, but kind of shows up during the race. But he was 21st in the race. He's a 12 handicap. If he can put the main event together, he'll be better. Um You've talked about Michael Hicks, Steve. I th I think I'm just going to stay away from him. He has no problem getting into the main event for sure, but his main events aren't as good. Maybe that's just, you know, he's an arena cross guy and the longer races are harder for him. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> honestly, it's hard. There, I mean, it, it's really hard after this. Uh, uh, you could look at Jeremy Hand. You could look at Natsuki. So Natsuki was winning the LCQ and looking good and then had a bike problem. So probably would have oh, got like in. that. But I had a bike problem. Okay. Um, and That's a good pick then. I like uh, Jace Owen. He was way back. Got at the, got at the fourteenth. So Jace is generally a seven to ten guy, right? So he's a four. So that's not bad. Um, yeah, I think um, I think you can go Colin Park again at a, at, a, at the one. I can't, but I think you can go Colin Park again. Blows tested yeah. this week and is happier. So yeah. A little bit, yeah. I, th I mean, I think that was his, his, his ninth, like, his career best for the most part. Colin, yeah, ninth is his best, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't. I think there's maybe picks with more meat on the bone than him, but, yeah, I don't disagree fully. All right. Um, I like Owen over Miller. If I had to – they're both fours. Paul, you mentioned Miller as, as a guy. I like Owen over Miller. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know about Braswell. I didn't. Did he just crash? Like, was he in the top twenty-two in times even? Um, I have it right here. I don't think he was. He was twenty-four. Yeah. See, I don't know. I think I'm gonna wait a bit on him. Like, he's been a little bit of a late bloomer. I think his whole career, and I don't see it happening for him yet at Tampa. Um, where do we go after Oakland? Do we go? There we go. Dallas. Dallas. Triple crown. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess it doesn't even matter because we'll be on the West Coast, so every East Coast rider will be available to you at Dallas for the Triple Crown, so that should be kind of easy. But I think I, I think you should wait a bit longer. I don't know that I see it coming at Tampa. Uh, the cat is uh, – Cat's always been able to lay a hot lap down, and I've never picked him because he doesn't – he wasn't a racer. But he's been at the 83 compound, and, and he looks better. He looks racier. He looks better, he, and he was in the main he didn't event. Look better, so, yeah, in the races than he's looked in the past. Yeah, sure. so I think you can look at the cat. Maybe he can't get all the way through a main that high, but he's a thirteen. So if he if there's a couple DNFs, uh, crashes, and then he rides well, and he's in an eighteenth spot, that's that's good points. So um, I think you can look at that. Uh, all stars, uh, JT. Um, I think Tom Vial is really good at a five, so sixth or better. Um, I think Jay oh, I, get, I like Moseman a lot. Yeah, get a four. Yeah, he really underperformed, but uh, I think mm -hmm. that's a guy that could win win the race. Um, so he does crash, but I like him to be top five. Uh, so yeah, Moseman and Vial, Paul. Who else? Or do you like those two? Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, yeah, I think you could easily go that way. I, right now, I have Jordan Smith selected. I can't pick Hunter Lawrence again, unfortunately. He's still a one. If Hunter is available on your screen, I think pick him and just worry about your other seven personally. Um, but I can't, so 
I think I like uh, I like Jordan Smith. I mean, he was on the podium even with a crash. I think he looks great. I think he is going to get another podium. And if he does that, he'll max out. Okay. He crashed, though. Yeah, in, in and he still team. got a podium. I know, but... Okay. Uh, JT, All-Stars for you. You Oh, I asked you already. Sorry. Um, so nobody... Nobody's buying uh, Max and Hayden as all stars quite yet. Like we're a little more I solid picks. Yeah, I, yeah, I would feel more comfortable with Max than I would Hayden. Right, but uh, I think they're a better pick. Yeah. All right, my four right now: Thrasher with a bullcrap uh, handicap of minus one. Uh, Jace Owen four. I like Talon Hawkins. You kind of sold me on that, Paul, a little bit at a four. And on my all star will be Vial, and my lock will be Jace Owen. Uh, JT, what's your four and your lock? I have uh, Thrasher, Blows, Shock, and Moseman as my four. Uh, as of right now, weather could change that, of course. And I will go as with uh, Thrasher as my lock. All right, Paul? Uh, I will have Thrasher, Owen, uh, and Josiah Natsuki after I, our quick chat about him, Steve, as my three non-All-Stars. I'll have Jordan Smith as my All-Star and give me Natsuki as my lead pipe oh, lock, wow. Mr. Al. That's your lock. I can't wait to win. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to win. Holy smokes. Uh, FFL, where's the finish line? Did, did we look at that? It's an entire lap. So you cannot make it any longer. Okay. So, any, any, any? Uh, Hunter Lawrence. Hunter Lawrence, JT? I think I'll stay away. I don't, I don't think I want any part of that. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I won't be taking it either, and I won't take the out. I liked taking the out the first one because it was so quick and there was no whoops. Um, but I'm with JT. I will not be taking one. But if you do want to take one, I think Hunter is a is maybe the most likely. All right, uh, I'll go 450 time. Uh, by the way, I will go all stars. I, I just I, I Tomac zero. I don't like it. I can't pick Sexton. So Webb and Anderson are twos. Webb had a not a great race, but still got fifth. Anderson back on the podium. But he's got to get third or better. I'm going to go all the way down to Ken Roxon at that four uh, for an all-star. What about you, Paul? I I don't know what I'm smelling, but I am smelling here comes Cooper Webb a little bit. So I'm going to go Cooper Webb. JT? I like, uh, I like Barsha. Um, he's a five. He's been really solid. He had the one crash at A1, but every other weekend he's been like just right there. Um, not winning, maybe not on the podium, but really solid. So at a five for him to be top six, I'll, I'll take that. He, he did crash in Houston. Uh, but but we do have some sand whoops. Still, we do have some sand yeah. whoops. He's good in those. Yeah. And I just I mean, like his overall demeanor. Like he, he races these races like completely, right? He gets right. pretty good starts. He's fit. He doesn't do, I don't want to say he doesn't do dumb things. Sometimes he does, but he's usually on the winning end of those dumb things. So, um, yeah. So, racer. Um, go ahead, Paul. And well, and I, I want to still touch on. I'm trying to preserve my uh, my all star fantasy here. I'm sorry, my all star strategy for 2023. And I still think that you can pick Tomac and Sexton too. I, I mean, I know Tomac's a zero, but he's raced four times. He's won three of the times he's raced. The only time he got sixth was because he crashed. So, to me, if you're looking at the stats, as long as you don't crash, he's going to win for the most part. And that's 26 points. And same with Sexton. He has to get second to get 26. I think it's pretty likely those two are one-two right now. So, I think you can either 
also not get cute and just go one of those two guys and be fine. Yeah, I would pick Sexton if I could. Uh, I can't go a zero handicap, sir. I just, I just can't. But I would pick Sexton if I could. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I think I'll go Ken. Ken. Ken said that last week was unacceptable, and he'll be better and all of that. Uh, so not all stars. Four fifty class. Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast. Hundred percent fly. Motorsport.com. Yamaha. I just picked Chiz and broke my keyboard, right? Hometown race, didn't make the main in Houston. Uh, yeah, Chiz at a 10. I like that, JT. Yeah, I, I like it too. Um, he's on my team. I think uh, anytime you get an opportunity for really solid guys on a bounce-back opportunity, you got to take it. Uh, who else do you like, JT? Um, it's, it's tough. You know, I'm, I'm going to stick with that theme. I think this week gives you a lot of opportunity with guys that just things didn't go their way, but – that it was an outlier. It's it's not the trend. It's it's more of the um, abnormality. So a ray? No, no. That's that's a trend. Um, <laughs> uh, I like. I gotta, I, I, go ahead. Oh. I, I gotta say, if if I think if there's a weekend to look at a ray, he's finally a sixteen. Um, he hasn't been a sixteen in a bit. I think the value's there to get him because he's been close. The guy's riding great. He just gets bad starts and makes bad decisions a lot. But um, he's going fast, and at a 16, I think it can happen. But man, it's yeah, you got, that's why we put the prompt there. Yeah, I think I'll go. Uh, I'm going to go Freddie. Um, he's been a main event guy, really. Um, you know, he, last week was pretty horrible luck, but he's been more solid this year than I've seen him in a maybe ever. Um, I like Justin Hill too. It fits my theme of bouncing back. He's been really good, quietly good. Um, you know, last week wasn't his fault, but he's been fit. He's been solid. His pace is good. Uh, so all of the things that I want, and at an eight, I think he's really like a thirteen to fifteen guy. So pretty solid points to be had there for a guy that you know is going to qualify. Can you just go all star, and then Cartwright, Cade, Benny, or Cade or Chiz? Just just three, no. three of those no, four. Can't. Just just roll it, roll the dice. You could, but uh, I don't think you should. Okay. Just trying to spice things up a little I'm bit. I'm trying to play it pretty safe and not blow my season up. So um, I, I, my strategy for my sanity and also to get good points is stay away from the crazy picks. Pick guys that are going to be consistent and try to be try to be above 200 each week, which I've already failed at. Um, and then if you, you know, pop a 280 in there, something like that, that's really nice too. All right. Um, where are we at with Benny, Paul? I had him on my team for a little bit. Um, he's highlighted on my kind of like short list. Um, two main events so far, 22 and 18. He's an 11. So it's not, honestly, it, when you just don't even talk about practice on paper, it's not that great. Um, but he's he has so much upside because he has a lot of speed. Um, he always is good in practice. So, and yeah, this, he would kind of fit into JT's theme of a rebound, right? He got 22nd. So yeah, you can absolutely look at him. Um, but who, who knows? I mean, I, I, I guess I'm more interested to know what is his, if it goes great, what, where does he finish? You know, like, where's he finished JT if it goes great? Uh, 15. I, all right. I love that. So that, that's what makes him intriguing to pick. So, but yeah, I just don't know. I think it comes down to looking at heat races and, and, if you look um, at if you look at A two if you look at A two he was right around like fourteen to sixteen all night until he crashed. Cool, yeah, and he ended up so I guess he ended up eighteenth overall. That was the triple crown, yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, but yeah, Steve, you you can definitely look at them. I mean, I have, uh, if you want to talk high candy, high handicaps, I have Benny Bloss, Grant Harlan and Alex Ray are the, are the ones that I would look at. Um, I think Harlan can get it back in the main event. He's had a little bit of bad luck here recently and his handicap has never been higher, but it's risky. But that's how it works with these high handicaps. There's, there's risk involved. Um, but right now I like what JT said about Justin Hill. He's on my team. He basically last weekend is the anomaly in his results. Yeah. Uh, he the, has the, been this weekend. I picked him. Yeah. Yeah. He's hence, hence your, your feeling towards the Hill family. Um, he's, he was 15, 13, 14, and then 20. So give me another 13, 14, 15 at an eight and you're getting good points there. So, uh, and then I agree with you guys on Chisholm. I think it's going to be a great weekend for him. Hometown race, um, a bounce back. I, I consider him in the main event and he'll do all the laps for sure. So he's likely going to stay on my team and, yeah, it just really depends on the day how risky you feel like going. But I still think you can pick Cooper, um, Justin Cooper. He's a two. He just got seventh. He's red on my screen, obviously, and red on all our screens. But you could still pick him, absolutely. You could still look at Christian Craig. But, you know, the results and his handicap doesn't offer a lot of upside, it seemingly looks like. But, again, as JT has said, and I kind of believe, too, I would, I would hope and think that he could pop a seven here or so, something like that. Um, yeah, I think and J- we got to oh. remember that that I'm sorry, and we got to remember that Ferrandis won't be there, so there's going to be one more vacant spot in the main event. So that's why I think Harlan and Alex Ray are in, are in the topic of conversation more so this weekend. Yeah, JT, we didn't you didn't mention Craig and Cooper, and neither did I because we can't pick them. But uh, yep. I think those are good picks. Yep, I think that those yeah, are Cooper, both good. Cooper, you lost some value for sure. Yeah. No, no question right. about it. But Christian Craig is exactly the same that I think it's been all season. He yeah. he, he will have a breakout ride. I don't know if that means it's seventh or if it means it's fourth but it's coming it, it is going to happen you can't ride the way he does with that much talent and and just the look the way he does without it working out eventually all right look guys i don't want to hear about craig and cooper because i can't pick them and i don't want to hear about justin hill because i can't pick them those are all going to be great picks and i'm going to be very pissed i need okay. you to tell me first up paul give me two out of benny Cade and Cartwright. I need two. Which two? I, I mean, why not like Norin? He's a twelve. Okay, would you like, you would go with Norin more? So over all three of those every day of the week. Really? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Norin's gone twenty one, nineteen, fifteen, D and Q, and he's a twelve. Last weekend is the anomaly to me. Where if you, if you talk about the other guys, it's kind of flip flop. I, I so. need two then. Give me two. Benny, Cade, Cartwright, Freddie. Freddie is one. And what is Cartwright's handicap? 11. Where is he? 11. 11. Um, Cartwright. JT, give me two. Name my four again. Cartwright. Norin, Cade, Benny. God. Pick your poison. Um, I think Benny will bounce back. So I'll go Benny and Norin. Okay, all right. Cartwright's been good. You guys are. I know, I know, but I, I like the other guys handicapped better. Well, Freddie said yeah. Cartwright. Freddie won. Freddie won higher. Um, yeah, yeah. They're all elevens yep. except Freddie's a twelve. Yep. So I went Cartwright and Freddie. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yep. K got seventeenth in uh, Houston. Not bad. Uh, K's been better. He just he's had a not great season so far. So right. I don't know what to make of that yet. Okay. Fair enough. All right, my four. Uh, well, let's start with you, JT. Give me your four and your lock for four fifties. 
So my four are Chiz, Justin Hill, Frederick Noren of uh, Sweden, and Justin Barsha of New York. And my lock, uh, let me make sure I just don't want to pick somebody I had last week. Thanks for clarifying um, that, because I thought maybe you meant the Frederick Noren out of um, New Jersey. So I can't be too sure. Nope, thank you. Um, <laughs> I will go Dino out of four as my lock. Okay. Uh, Paul, you're four on your lock. I got the same team as JT. I got Chisholm, Hill, and Norin. Norin is my lock, and right now it's Cooper Webb is my all-star, but that could change. Okay. Uh, my four, Ken Roxon, Chiz. I don't think there's any way Chiz comes off my team. Like, I just don't see it, like, short of an injury. Like, just, just. What if he qualifies 28th? No, yeah, no. no don't there's, care. Any, there's any way he comes off my team. Got it. Uh, hometown race, Sand Whoops, and Chiz, he, he's fine. Uh, Ken Roxon, Chiz, and Chiz is my lock, by the way. Uh, I'll go Benny and Freddie uh, as my wow. other two. Yep. Strap in. 10, 11, and 12 handicaps. Let's bring let's bring this thing home, everybody. Uh, I F- mean, it's it's the weekend to do it. Yeah. We're, we lost Randis, right? So I yep. think it's the weekend to do it. Uh, FFL, 450s, anyone want to go there? Who, uh, Sexton? Sure. JT? Mm, no, I'm good. But if I'll you pass. had to pick, if you had to. If I had to, uh, I would go Sexton, but I, I don't think there's any sort of pattern established. Right. Okay. You know what? I want to look at something. Um, just like, what's the average start of these guys? Because I don't know that Sexton's been at the front a whole lot. I mean, he gets there by the finish line, meaning like the end of the race. But Tomac has an average start of 2.0, which is that mass- massively better than anybody else in the class. So maybe yep. you should just go Tomac. A2 Sexton was pretty good, I think. Yeah. No whole shots, it says. All right. Colt Nichols has two whole shots. He's coming around. Today, He's coming around. Uh, same bike as Nichols, so we're good. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for playing. Dan, if you're listening, it can only get better, Dan. So just hang in there, buddy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks for playing, everybody. Really appreciate it. By the way, the 7 Deuce Deuce has been calling every Monday, talking fantasy, bragging fantasy, <laughs> and he wants in on this pod. So we have to think to bring the 7 Deuce Deuce in at some point. He's got spreadsheets. Also, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He's he likes got, the game then. Yep. He's got spreadsheets, and I want to see Seven Deuce Deuce and some spreadsheets and, you know, all of that go on. So we'll uh, I, we'll get him in. I, I love it when they when they when people say they love the game. Like, I, I know I got mad at Zach for giving me bad advice this weekend, but he complimented the game, too. He loves it. He loves how much deep diving it requires to be good, and, and it's not just picking the top five, you know. So it's, wow. I, I, I like to hear that Deuce Deuce likes it, too. JT seems to really like the other one. Promotes it on TV and everything. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I think uh, oh, with with our lawyers. <laughs> okay. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we need to talk to Arthur Draper or somebody uh, about that because uh, that was that was you know. Um. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for playing again, JT Paul. Thanks, boys. See you later.